Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. And I'm Phoebe. Not Caroline. Did I get you guys? Uh, I don't think you got, I don't think you got literally anybody. Hashtag pranked. I knew immediately. Well, you're actually, (laughs) we were making eye contact Yeah, but like, you just, look, some people, just leave it to the experts. Some people got it. Well, it is our 10th episode. That's why we switched it up. Don't worry. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming or, next week. Or like if you guys loved it and like were, you were like, man, this is what the pod's been missing. Let us know and I'll do it every week. Yeah. Let us know and think <laughs> long and hard before you do. Think about who's reading <laughs> that message. Um, well, I do want to talk about some sweet messages. Caroline posted rudely about my wisdom How was that rude? surgery. Well... You threatened to go live. I threatened. I didn't do it. It wasn't that interesting. Don't worry, guys. It was pretty actually boring. But I wanted to say thank you for all the kind words sent my way. It was very sweet of you. Very sweet of you, Phoebe. Her surgery was done in 15 minutes, and she got 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. So she's doing a-okay. We actually almost recorded the night after she got them out. I thought it was – I think everybody just made a big deal about it. Actually, so about theirs or about yours? About theirs. I think um, it was pretty freaking easy. But yes, this is our this is our tenth episode, which is wild. I can't wait to get through this freaking season. I'm like ready for season. I'm ready for the, our first A reveal. That's what I'm ready for. Yeah, actually, yeah. When do we get that? I think at the end of season two. Oh my god! I could have just made that up, but I'm pretty sure that's that right. That seems quick. I know. I remember watching it back last year and and thinking that it, we had to wait longer yeah but it's only because they decide that a is about 50 million different people so it doesn't really matter in the long run you were just giving spoiler after spoiler fee well there's seven seasons of the show i don't think that's much of a spoiler okay let's okay caroline what let's take our brains out of we know who a is out of that okay i don't know who no but you know who a is in this in this okay right okay. now let's pretend we don't Mm-hmm. If you had to place your bets on who you think A is right now, based on these ten show ten episodes. Okay, well this is a stupid question. Okay, because everyone knows that we're gonna say not the person who is A because we don't want to give it away. Well, also, would you think it was that person anyway? Well, now you're just giving that away. Oh my Ugh. god! I mean, should I? What? Who I think they want us to think in this moment? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, not gonna lie. I have a couple in mind. One is Spencer. Mm. One is um, Noel Khan. Oh. And one is Ian. Ian came out of freaking left field. Yeah, but like right away, everyone's terrified. What's well, true, but like you didn't mention Lucas or Toby. Yeah, I just think it's like pretty obvious it's not them because they're trying so hard to make it seem like it is. Okay, fair enough. I think those are good answers. So jumping into episode 10. Are you not going to say who you think? Well, I agree. I mean, I would have said Lucas or Toby probably. Spencer's a good answer. I don't think we know enough about Ian yet. Yeah. I think I would just be like, oh, mysterious guy. Yeah, who like looks 10 years older than Ren. Not like he was in high school. Luck of the Irish guy. He was in Luck of the Irish. Is that him? Luck of the Irish. Yes. Yes, that's him. And the only reason I remember that is because Anthony and I were watching this. He goes, Oh my god, 
look at the Irish guy. <laughs> and it's Wait, it's that's him. incredible. Yeah, he plays like the star. Yeah. No, I can see it now. What a great decom, except for it gets so random in the end. It gets so random. <laughs> yeah. So the random. rest of the movie's really so not random at all. No. No. You wanna know what one of my favorite no. decoms is? And I can never think of the name of it. What? It's the movie where they make snow. Oh. Ah. <laughs> wow oh. i didn't mean to do that brenda song's in that one yeah she's like the only like name i think so you know which ones i love cadet kelly no i thought no oh which ones you know which ones i love which ones <laughs> oh my gosh tell me Caroline. Uh, okay I'm, I'm okay well there was one that scared the shit out of me oh which one Oh my god! And I always get it confused with like my date with the president's daughter, which Ooh, was love. great. Okay, <gasps> and also was like a and also was like a play on Chasing Liberty, Mandy Moore, which is a fire movie. Can I guess which one you're gonna talk about? What? My date with the vampire. My mom's no, date with the vampire. No, actually, no. That one freaked me out. Yes, but this is actually like more real freaky because it was like the son of the president or something, and the son is like on like instant messenger like a website this is something like cyber safety for kids was like a huge thing so the kid is like messaging with someone and he like has no privacy or anything because this like the secret service is like all over you know and so he's like chatting with this person the person like tells him to come meet him at the mall and so the kid like escapes and like goes and it's a fucking guy who wants to kill him and like tries to shoot him and like he gets out in a the, disney movie yes Dang. yes wow and that Caroline was not what I thought it was gonna be Caroline was also a really nervous kid oh my god and like a cute way everybody listening to this probably thinks I'm scared of nothing (laughs) and that would be you would be right except bugs and (laughs) kidnappings actually when I was a kid I filled out a piece of paper for you know at kindergarten they do a worksheet they handed out this worksheet and it was like you know, my favorite fruit. Here's my hopes and dreams. Here's what I'm scared of. And I wrote that I was scared of people with tattoos and pickup trucks. <laughs> and like, that was like me being dead serious. Can I remember these fears? I really thought if my dad took me to the gas station with him and left me in the car while he was pumping gas or like running in to get something, I thought if you pulled up to get gas and you were in a pickup truck and you had tattoos, then I was a goner. Like I was like, I'm being kidnapped by this person because they have tattoos and they have a place to put me the pickup truck. Like, I mean, literally it was like prejudice against pickup trucks and people with tattoos and people with tattoos. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of fucked up. Really terrifying to me. Except Caroline also filled out a worksheet as a kid and it was for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. What the heck did this say? It the question was what are your hopes and dreams for the future? I have no idea what you're about and to say. And Caroline wrote, "I hope for world peace." <laughs> is what is what this bitch wrote. Do you want to know what me and, and my I sister meant said? It. I meant me it. and me and Lily when we did this. I think you think this is like a story that makes me look dumb. No, I know it makes me look okay. absurd. <laughs> I Keep in like, mind, I this like is a like perfect model this is like child. Hopes and dreams, but like. Not like dreams for you, like hopes and dreams for society. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so it's a bigger prompt than like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, they're like, be serious. I what wrote, do you really want? Look inside your heart. What do you and guys think soul? I wrote? 
What do you guys and think? And what you guys could never guess. If <laughs> I gave you $1 million, you would never <laughs> guess what she wrote. Here, here's what I wrote. My hope and dream for the future is to work at Chuck E. Cheese. That was it. It was like be a Chuck E. Cheese employee. No, be a Chuck E. Cheese worker. Yeah. I didn't. I, yeah. I would have taken anything. My mom for Christmas got me like I was probably like five. She got me a Chuck E. Cheese apron and visor. Before that, Phoebe really wanted to be a hibachi chef. Yeah, I wanted to work at Benihana more than anything ever. So like my parents got her like a little chef's coat and a little like <laughs> no, chef's it was hat. branded Benihana. Like it was Benihana. Merch. Oh my god! And then and all I these went, wooden utensils. I went for my birthday for dinner. It's all I wanted. That was probably all I asked for for my birthday. We used to be like hibachi or nothing on our birthdays. Literally, <laughs> you will take us to hibachi. <laughs> and um, I wore the chef's outfit. Honestly, kind of precious. She's like studying the chef as he's cooking. And every time like he picks up a utensil, she like looks in her pocket. She's like, and what do I have here? <laughs> like to get this similar <laughs> utensil. So funny. Yeah, Phoebe was better. She had bizarre aspirations. What did Lily write? Oh, Lily wrote. World peace or being a Chuck E. Cheese worker. Or what Lil- Lily really had. Oh, my <laughs> God. But Lily, this is actually what's so funny is that the three of us, our answers to this question <laughs> Or, like, just describes us in a word. <laughs> Lily wrote, I just said about myself Lily. that, like, I'm such a pacifist, which is arguably not, not true. true. Just listen to the last nine episodes of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wrote World Peace, and everyone was like, oh, my God, she's amazing. And I was like, I just manipulated all of you <laughs> thinking I'm amazing. Lily wrote, my hope and dream for the future is to be a hot swimsuit model. And she drew an accompanying picture. <laughs> and we do have photos of these. So at least Lily will post especially. them. You can say who had the cutest handwriting as a child. It wasn't me. And honestly, y'all, like, I don't e- You know how, like, when you were in kindergarten and you'd, like, write a sentence and then the teacher would write below, like, what you meant? Yeah. <laughs> for me, like, when, when mom would get my worksheets back, like, my kindergarten teacher just had to write, like, every word. Her kindergarten teacher it. wrote, like, who's to say? <laughs> like, underneath everything. Like, honestly, Georgia, I have no idea just what you're Just have her translate saying. it. Just, like, yeah. have her read it to you. Ask her. Ask her. It's a miracle I could spell my name. Yeah. Yeah. P-H-O-E-V-E. Thank you for selling it. I just mean like that's kind of a tough name to spell for a kid. Yeah, unless it's your name. There's, <laughs> there's but I actually couldn't spell my middle name for like quite some time. I have, a, I have a really <laughs> unique middle name. Caroline's middle name is Elizabeth. <laughs> I could not spell that name. It's tough. The Z. I mean, if it's got a Z in it, like it's come immediately on. hard. Immediately, it's hard. Come on with that. Oh <laughs> it's my like god, you're trying to trick us. Mom used to love my little kid handwriting though. When I wrote an R, I'd write like a big old circle with two legs, but like, <laughs> but like not like. Wait, that's precious. Not like a straight leg and a diagonal leg. Like both were just like coming out of the. <laughs> it was like it like a little person with no arms. <laughs> And then my E's, I would draw the E, but I would put like 50 <laughs> lines coming out of it. Like never three. It was like at least, I mean, always double digits. Like line, like how long did it take me to write my goddamn name? For real. Uh, but yes, long story short, it's our 10th episode. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if you didn't get the gist from all of that, <laughs> this is our 10th episode. We are officially in the... Double Much digits. like Caroline's E's. Much like my E's. In the double dig. We're in double digits. Double <laughs> digits. Double didgeridoo. Oh. I'm excited for us to continue moving throughout season one as well because I'm over it. I feel like season one, 
you know how like you watch a show and then like if you really want to rewatch it you go back and you start a season one and then if you want to re- like if you let some time go you have to go back and watch so you're all i've watched season one like 50 yeah, times especially so. i mean i really feel like i've watched it probably you like, probably watched it like yeah triple triple digits yeah, we're all about digits here like some people measure your life in love measure your life in cups of coffee cups of coffee sunrises sunsets things like that um but, but yeah, like i measure it in digits, digits. <laughs> and how many of them 10 10 digits well i mean like 10 digits of fingers you have 10 digits on your hands if you're lucky all right so what's Phoebe, the name of this episode the name of it yeah glamping camp no, but I, okay i do no it's not called that but i it's called keep your friends close i genuinely love this episode too it's these iconic. two back to back oh my god we're getting some, like foreshadowing with this playground you don't know it yet but it's good stuff. Anyway, okay. Okay. So Phoebe's gonna kick it off with a recap of last week. Guys, strap in. Because the recap that they gave us literally showed not a scene from the last episode. So I'm gonna try to get quickly through that episode and then hit the key parts. So last episode, they were supposed to take the SAT. They were locked in the school because there was a storm. The memorial was destroyed. Emily gets to school. It looks like she did it. By the end of the episode, Wilden has found her bag and she has all of the little figurines in it. And the girls are like, Emily, why do you have those? And Emily's like, I was trying to save them. Anyway, long story short with that, we know that Emily didn't do it. We think Lucas did it by the end of the episode. Now, just some quick things to remember going into this episode. The Marins are a one paycheck family. If you'll remember the memorial for Allison, Ian showed up. Yes, Melissa's Ian. Last episode during the SAT, Ezra caught Noel and Aria almost kissing. Thank God he did not catch them while they were singing. Toby is missing, but he is not A. Wilden is on the hunt for him because Toby actually called Allie the night that she died and Allie picked up. So, I guess that's kind of where we are. That was really horrible. Thanks for sitting through. But yeah, let's get into season one, episode 10. Keep your friends close. So we open with Hannah Marin checking herself out in the mirror. I actually like the makeup look we've got going on. Um, she's got like kind of like a like a mustardy green sparkly eyeliner on, which I'm here for. I'm here for it. But we get like 15 seconds of her just like looking at her face from and different you're literally, angles. <laughs> you're watching like literally where could she I'm be? like, is she a are dermatologist? We, office? We, Why is she staring at her face like are this? Are we finally going to see Hannah Marin's room? Yeah. Like, they're getting our no, hopes up. She's just in school in her locker where there are several pictures of just Sean alone like not <laughs> pictures of it well it actually looks like the actor of Sean like his headshot oh, probably. is probably and then there's one picture I don't know if you saw it it's like a smaller picture of him and then there's a caption like one of those caption oh post-it notes on it and Sean I guess wrote hi baby on it Ew! yeah actually like I want to die oh my god no this is what like tv writers who think that Think happens. That, yeah, they think that that's what people do when they have like boyfriends or girlfriends, and it's like, it's not. Were you ever <laughs> like a teenager in your entire life? It's I do so ask weird. every time I watch these shows. I'm like, did you guys go to high school? They must did have you? all just been homeschooled for real. And they're like, huh? Yeah, the American dream. Yeah, because they don't know how this works. No. Anyway, Hannah turns around to the girls and she's like. Okay, guys, I need to ask you a question, and I need you to be honest with me. Is this side of my face fatter than this side? And, 
I mean, the natural response is, oh my God, what? Hannah, stop. No, you're beautiful, right? <laughs> of course not. It's of like that's not for like these girls. Default reaction. No, Aria and Emily study They're Hannah's like, face. Aria's like, man, that's it. Yeah, she's like, that's oh what I've been I couldn't put my finger of. on it. I couldn't <laughs> put my finger on it, but that. Your right side is fatter. She's like, no, I thought my left side was fatter. <laughs> this didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but but Arya and Emily do study Hannah's face, and they're like really intensely looking, like they're gonna give her an honest answer. Yeah. And then they're like, no. And I get that it's supposed to be funny, funny but it's like, but it's kind of like y'all are bad friends. Like, and speaking of, Hannah's been such a good friend to you guys. She's never gonna get repaid for it. Yeah. Ever. Them actually looking to see if one side of her face is fatter than the other is unforgivable to me. Um. <laughs> But then we have Mona walk up. And, okay, I have a hot take on this. Oh. Mona has invitations to her birthday party. It's called Camp Mona. They're Which going ugly. glamping. I hated this color scheme. The invites are not it. They're not in, it. In, like, the 2010s of, like, the the black and then, like, a neon color. Yeah. Of, like, neon yellow or neon yeah. blue or pink. Bad. 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 Bad, bad. Mona gives Hannah an invitation. And then she gives an invite to the other girls as well. She notably says, an invite for my bestie. And an invite for my besties' friends. Yes. I always think that Mona's going to say an invite for my bestie besties. and an invite for my besties', besties, besties. besties. Yeah. But she says, I know your place. Yeah, yeah. I'm my, my besties' other friends. Yes. <laughs> but I have to say, like, this kind of is nice of her to invite them. No, for sure. And then I'm kind of annoyed because the girls are so fucking mean about Camp Mona. <laughs> Yeah, so we look at the... I know this is a hot take, we but... We look... No, I don't... I think it's okay, just, like, called... Okay, show, it's not. It's called just, like, watching the show back. Yeah, and yeah. Because at this point, all I know about Mona is she used to be a loser, and they called her Loser Mona, and now she's best friends with Hannah. They and should we be know like, she's a little mean, but, like... They should literally, like, look back on the things that Allie said to her and that they let Allie say to her and um, be like, oh, yeah. my God, like, is there anything we can do to, like, help with the literally, party? Can like, we bring anything? Yeah. They should be trying to make it up to her every day of their life. And instead, they're like, Ugh. Yeah, like, at least be like, thank you so much yeah. for inviting me. Because it reads, is nice. She didn't have to. And if she didn't, you would have been like, why didn't she invite yeah. us? Okay, so Mona says, join me at Camp Mona. And Aria's camp? I was like, okay, Aria, come. <laughs> Calm, I know. Calm down. Looking camp right in the eye. Carly Gloss <laughs> and Matt Gala. Wait, guys, can we take a pause? That might be <laughs> my... S- I feel like it is a... Na- like, I. it literally feels like a national holiday every day that... Every time the Met happens. Well, it For is. so many reasons. But I mean, like, when I get to reshare that picture, accompanied by the picture of her stepping out of the hotel... Is that picture still on her Instagram? Yes. <laughs> But the best part of it is, like, the, <laughs> I never post the, like, I will post the picture of the, the mirror. Mm-hmm. But then also, there's a picture that someone took of their on their cell phone of all the paparazzi taking pictures of her standing oh, at that yeah, hotel. Oh, yeah, like, side by side. And she's just, like, has her hand on her hip, and it's, like, a three-pixel picture. It's horrible. Carly. Carly, Carly, Carly. On the, what you know earth? What? On what earth? On what planet? Carly Klaus hanging out with Emily Mariko makes sense. Yeah. They give the same energy to me. I mean, one of them is a supermodel and one of them is like an influencer in one bedroom apartment. But you know what I mean? Do you like think they Taylor have a Swift similar... is going to try to get back at her and um, bake cookies with Emily Mariko? No, I bet I, I bet she'll try to like bake cookies with like Claire Saps or something. <gasps> like somebody like, oh my God. She'll try to like, no, Caroline, her. speak that into existence. Speak okay, it into existence. I think I just right did. Now, oh my goodness. Right Taylor's, now. Taylor Swift and Claire Saffitz 
Oh my gosh. Mom just texted me, wear sunscreen tomorrow with three exclamation points. <laughs> Caroline is just like sitting tomorrow. So that's just protecting her from the sun. I'm just sitting. Indoors, yeah. They don't know what you you're doing. You guys going on a boat. <laughs> it's not her it's boat. It's not like a fancy boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pedal and drink boat. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But yes, so Aria is like camp. And Mona goes, no, it's like glamping. The M in Mona stands for massage. Not, what did she say? Not, not mosquitoes. mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. and then she, she was like practicing that walking up to the girl. She was like, completely. Okay, M stands for massage not she's mosquito. like massage not mosquitoes massage not mosquitoes <laughs> massage not mosquitoes this got is it. like the got it this is like the third episode in a row caroline has had some sort of weird rap happen like you can't control when it hits you <laughs> music makes you lose control as the wise scholar missy elliott once said i don't know why but that just made me think of um basically what we're gonna do is <gasps> dance which just celebrated i believe it's 10 year anniversary no oh, like more than that and it lined up perfectly with our 10th episode well, I think it was. I, I we sent planned the that. I sent the text to Lily because I played it for Lily for the first time the other day. Oh my god! And Lily was like being rude about it. I was like, Lily, you don't understand. Yeah, that's right. It's neat. fourteen years ago. Fourteen years ago on. Okay, so not even close yesterday. to time. Okay, well, like actually, like, kind of close. Not for talking about years. Okay, whatever. Anyway, that <laughs> song is so iconic. It's a good song. It's a good song. Um, back to the show. So. <laughs> Mona then walks away. The girls could have just dropped it, but they continue to be nasty about Mona's party. And they're like, why did Mona invite us to this? And Hannah's like, she's just trying to be nice. And can you guys just be nice too, please, for me? I'm doing everything for you. I'm the glue holding this group together. And they're like, okay, whatever. And Hannah's like, well, do you think you guys are going to go? And they're like, um, I, I think I have to um do anything else. They like make up all these reasons. It's like you guys. It doesn't matter if you don't like her. It's gonna be like a bougie ass. They're gonna party. be people that you know that you do like enjoy. Yeah, and like your best friend Hannah and each other. Yeah, you only hang out with each other anyway. This won't be any different. Just like, go have fun. Go get a free massage. Like have a good time. <laughs> Mona walks away. She goes to invite some other people, and they get a text from A that says the party's a scavenger hunt, and I'm the prize. Oof. A. And they're like, oh. But then they see Ian. Like, oh. <laughs> then they see Ian in the hallway. Apparently, he's the freaking field hockey coach, which is like, does this school just hire anyone? Well, he's dating a Hastings. He's dating a Hastings girl. <laughs> so that's, that gets Not anymore. and Rosewood. Well. They've actually been, br- like, Marissa was, Marissa. Marissa. Hey, girl, my friend Marissa. Melissa was fully engaged to another person. They weren't, like, just dating. They've been broken up for a minute. So, Mrs. Marin, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley even, is on the phone, <laughs> and she's yelling, speak to a representative on the phone. I'm still, like, residually irritated with her. But she kind of redeemed herself at the end of the, the scene, I guess. But I'm just, well, like, still annoyed. Yeah. If you guys will remember last episode. Her surprise villain edit. Yeah. Um, she hangs up as Hannah walks into the room. And then Mrs. Marin walks out of the room. Hannah picks up her mother's phone and redials the number she was just on the phone with. Which I think is an insane thing to do. <laughs> Don't you? Yes. Like, first of all, imagine... Okay, if this was us. If this were us. Oh, Lord. And mom walked back into the room and saw us doing that? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. I can't actually think about what would happen. Be, it would be odd. 
it would be different. <laughs> it would be different than what happens here because she doesn't walk in on it. But Hannah does find out that her mom is talking to the mortgage delinquent and foreclosure. Again, with these like conveniently informative <laughs> yeah. voicemails that are just so like true. exactly what everybody needs to hear. Yeah, for I'm going to tell you exactly line. what you need to know. Like, what? Yeah. So Hannah's like freaked out, obviously. Um, and Mrs. Marin walks back in with Mona. Whatever pity I felt for Mona in the last scene is poof, <laughs> vanished <laughs> in the scene. Mrs. Marin goes, it's the birthday girl. And Mona says that they're going to skip school. Well, she alludes to the fact that they need to be at the stores like as soon as they open. Yeah. And they're going to get lunch. And at Reeve Gosh. So Mrs. Marin's like, lunch. And Mona goes, did I say lunch? I'm in dinner. So Mrs. Marin's like, no, you can't skip school. And I mean it and whatever. So she leaves. Mona's like, okay, let's go. And Hannah's like, you heard my mom, Mona. Like, I can't, I Which can't is skip like, school. Out of, I'm like, Hannah, is there something you need to do? Like, what? We, Hannah, you've been skipping class every <laughs> single day, but today you, you're making an exception. You're, you're gonna just like, go. Kinda, I mean, she's like, well, my mom never explicitly told me I had to go to school, but today <laughs> she did. So I'm, I'm not like gonna disobey her. <laughs> like, if she doesn't say it, then it's not a direct disobeyment <laughs> is that what the <laughs> word is and mona like, is not understanding she's like i don't care what your mom said it's our special day which is like okay hey mona <laughs> it's your birthday it also just codependent codependent as fuck it's our special day mona it is your singular birthday it is not hannah's birthday it's just not <laughs> so Mrs. it's, it's just not is still listening in as hannah says look mona the truth is like things are a little tight around here ever since my dad left and Ashley just can't have this, can't have this. She doesn't want Hannah to be embarrassed. She doesn't want to be embarrassed herself. She knows Mona's a piece of shit. Like she knows Mona's going to just spew the, right. the talk all over the town. So she goes back in the room. She's like, Hannah, I forgot I'm not going to be here for dinner. They should cover it. She opens her wallet. There's one single $100 bill in there. And nothing else. No cards, no, no. coupons, no receipts. And I'm like, you don't like, I just have a hard time believing especially if, if you're strapped for cash, that the only thing you have on you is a $100 bill. You don't have anything I would have else. like a $20 bill. Like, why would it be a $100 bill? Just one. I don't know. I mean, I know some people who will like have a 100, like an emergency 100. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But it's like, that's all that's in there. Yeah. That's at first you're like, oh my God, is it empty? And then she pulls out a $100 bill. Yeah. It's like, whoa. To which... Mona says, ooh, Ben Franklin, score. So I guess they're going to go, they're going to go spend that cash. Well, wait, there's an important moment here because Mona goes, look, are you my friend or not? Which is a bit of a jump, a bit mm -hmm. of a overreaction. She's not perhaps. understanding at all. And she goes, you're either with Sean, with your friends, not going to say what she calls Lucas, but she refers to Lucas and she's like, what is going on? Why are you... So Hannah feels guilted now in two ways to go with Mona. But there's a bit of a rift in the friendship, it's seeming. And right away, Aria is intolerable. Martyr <laughs> complex through the roof. Oh, my God. She's on the floor. Like, she <laughs> she's putting a bunch of laundry into a basket, but she's throwing it all around, like, oh, oh, like pulling it up. Like she's getting like strangled by that. She's literally fighting with the laundry. Like it's, it's okay, Aria, making this big show. Look what I'm doing. I shouldn't have to do this. I'm in high school, but I'm also an adult. That's what she's going through. So she stands exactly up that. and Byron walks in. He's like, oh, I was going to do that. And she goes, this place is out of control. <laughs> Aria. Oh my God, Aria. You are so, and then. 
Byron runs like a laundry list of things that he he's like, okay, we can all split nights to do the laundry, make dinner, <laughs> pay the bills, help Mike with his homework. Then you have to find time to write your lectures, grade <laughs> your papers. But Byron, like you are already doing that. Like she's doing laundry. So you are kind of already splitting the workload. You yeah. split the workload for the fax machine with Ashley Marin. <laughs> I haven't forgotten yeah, that. Yeah, I bet you Aria hasn't been told about that quite yet because she yeah. still seems to be Team Byron Montgomery, which is uh, absurd. Oh my God. Uh, this Insane. whole thing, I don't know if I like caught onto it when I watched it the first time, but it's wild. Ridiculous. I, I really can't. don't understand how no. Aria changed her tune so freaking fast. No. But Byron goes, if you'll remember at the end of last episode, Arya decided that she was going to have dinner with Ella because Ella was like, why aren't you literally speaking to me? I'm your mm-hmm. mom. Arya decides to get dinner with her. Byron goes, are you still getting dinner with your mom on Friday? Why are you not as the dad like you should be getting dinner with your mom? Like she's yeah. still your mom. If you want to make things right, like you should be. And then he goes, well, how do you think she would feel if I came along? I'm sorry, Byron. That's not for you to decide. Like, also, like bad you don't get to just like decide to come along for dinner like especially because she hasn't seen aria which you know you've basically like been keeping them kind of from your mom like i'm sorry i just i just think he's and you were out of line you were ready to move on with ashley like three Mm -hmm. minutes ago and now all of a sudden you want to you were rejected by her so now you're like well the power came back on so right so he just probably forgot yeah it was like it's like an alternate universe and the power's out. Right. You know? No, you're right. Yeah. So Arya's like, you should just call her and ask. And he's like, oh, she wanted space. And Arya says another bizarre thing. She goes, she moved out. How much more space can you get? Or I think she says, how much more space does she need or something? And it's Which like, is even worse. Arya, like literally, like, <laughs> like she can have as much lot. space as she, as she wants. And yeah, probably a lot. Like. I'm sorry, how much space did Byron need from Meredith? He went to Iceland for a year, like, for, Ezra to get over this. Ezra for three days, and you're, like, you're you can't even look at Inconsolable, yeah. I, I can't, I can't. So Melissa, and perhaps her scariest moment yet, walks into the Hastings kitchen and says, good morning, and is smiling. <sighs> it's, in, it's really weird. A shiver actually. ran down my spine. It was eerie. Yeah. Eerie would be the word. I would and we use. haven't seen her in a couple episodes, so it's like literally who is Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. So Melissa breaks the news to Spencer that Ian asked her to go to coffee. And she's like smiling well, at ear first, to ear. She says, why didn't you tell me Ian was back? Which is. How would, she, how would Spencer know? Well. I know that Spencer does know, but how would Melissa know that? Because he told her that he, she, he saw her at the memorial. Oh. So Melissa's smiling ear to ear, says to Spencer that Ian asked her to get coffee. And Spencer's like, okay, are you going to go? And she goes, Spencer, he <laughs> broke my heart. And I'm still getting over rent, so I said no. It's like, okay, well, well Why'd excuse you bring it up? me, Melissa, because the way you said it was like you were happy. You walked in here smiling. There were like birds singing around your head when you walked in. And then you told me he asked you to coffee. And you're like literally like smiling in your eyes or hearts. And now you're like... <laughs> Spencer, how could you even think I would go? He broke my heart. So apparently she's not going to coffee. And she leaves. And Spencer gets a super dramatic flashback to an insane moment. Y'all. But here's what I will say. Out of all the predatory men in the show, the actor playing Ian actually acts like a predator and so good for him. Because it is creepy and slimy to watch this scene. It's because he's a leprechaun. 
you, there you go. Well, actually, that's really like me to say about leprechauns and Irish people. So we're Irish. Mm-hmm. It's mean. Is it? Leprechauns are like evil. Are they? They're like menaces. Okay. I think we have different interpretations of like leprechauns <laughs> and what that kind of means. Um, but I'm going to look into your definition for sure. Okay. Go for it. So this flashback. Spencer and Ian are practicing playing field hockey. Yeah. Taking shots. Taking Yeah. Taking shots. The field hockey kind. And Ian comes up behind her and like has his arms wrapped around his her. His arms are Ugh. massive. Oh my God. This makes me so, so, so uncomfy. And he's got his like cheek pressed up against her face. And she's then, like looking back at him. He kisses her neck. A la Emily Fields mm-hmm. to Ali De Laurentiis. Mm-hmm. Makes you think. Makes you think. Spencer turns around very different reaction than ali had uh-huh. to emily they make out like insane they're in broad daylight in spencer's backyard spencer has some balls she's not afraid of getting caught by melissa no! ever it's, it's, anyway in her room with the door open in the backyard of her parents home like seriously then ian goes do you like that? <laughs> Phoebe and I audibly retched. And at, did you like that? <laughs> and, and Spencer goes, maybe. <laughs> Spencer, so gross. you're 13. And he's like, totally. Ew, 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 ew. The thinking about her being 13 just, God, because she looks so much older makes me want to die. But like, she's actually supposed to be 13 in this scene. How repulsive. It just seems so predatory. It's then so he disgusting. like thinks he's being so charming. He like, he like walks backwards and he's like, catch you later. Like he honestly See, sounds like field hockey he practice sounds like Elvis. Or I'm your coach. He sounds like he's doing like an Elvis impression as he walks Ooh, away. Like that's Spencer. just trying to be smooth. And yeah. he's just not. And then Spencer's like doing the classic, like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Like she's bashful. She's, Walking on it. Walking on it. She's blushing. All those things. And we we (laughs) paint. Don't care. This is like Donna and the Diamonds. And the Diamonds. What the hell? Donna and the Dynamos. It's it's like fully that stance. We see Allie in front of the the Hastings garage. She looks superimposed into the (laughs) scene. Like it actually looks like you know those like um like when you're a kid and you get like a coloring book, you get like some kind of thing and you can like you have all those outfits you can like put on the little yes. Barbie, the paper Barbie, <laughs> and they have little like tabs coming That's out. That's what it looks like. That's what Allie looks like in the scene. She looks literally super imposed. And she goes, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been watching she's, the whole thing, she's, which is a little bit which weird. Which is also though, like Spencer did, she was standing right by the goal. So like, She was standing within Spencer's eyesight, <laughs> eyeline. And, and like Spencer, Spencer didn't see. This is a habit actually, because last week she was making out with Alex, like concerned her mom was going to yeah. see her. Her mom was there spencer just sees what she wants to see yeah that's it that's why she can make out with them in the backyard but it was like ali why didn't you stop it ali oh, you're, she loved it ali you're pretty brave i wouldn't be shocked if you're like stop it gross predator like i wouldn't that wouldn't surprise no, this me this is leverage for sure yes like, but it's just interesting if spencer. she really thought it was gross and a problem then and she would gonna make sense later she calls spencer a skank she says if you liked it you would have been a skank and then Spencer's like, well, I didn't just forget you ever saw it. And Spencer flashes back to reality. She won't forget it. <sighs> Noel Con. Creepy Noel. He gets worse and worse every episode. He's just like scary looking. Yeah. And I used to think he was so cute, but he's not. Yeah. He's just like got this like sneer, snide. Um, they're in the cafeteria, the hub for student life on campus. Lily had a qualm with you. 
my watch. She was listening. And you said that this is very unlike high schools. Oh, yeah, I know. She texted me about it. And it is. And we don't speak for all high schools. I I mean. Caroline does, I guess. Look, if you were cool, you weren't in the lunchroom. So (laughs) 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 you're just outing yourselves. Anyway, 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 they're in the cafeteria. They're chit chatting about what they're going to do this weekend because Arya's, you know, unavailable like a night for Camp Mona. And I was he like, goes, I wish I could go. Like, can I sneak out and come see goes, you? Man, it stinks. Okay, apparently the entire school knows about Camp Mona and refers to it as such. Not Mona's birthday party. Oh, Camp Mona. This is exactly what Mona wants. And he, it's called branding. And he, it's called excellent <laughs> marketing for an event. He goes, it sucks that Camp Mona is girls only. And it's yeah. like, no, you gross man. Yeah, it's and then weird. Ari's like, well, there's always Sunday. And they talk about how they're going to lounge around being lazy and watching old movies all day. So, Noel, I just don't believe that he actually likes these things. His favorite movie has to be 21 Drum Street. Yeah, like I mean, that's hangover. what I would think. And now he's like pretending to be deep and like smart and whatever for Arya. Mr. Fitz walks into the lunchroom. Arya sees him. She's like, I have to go or whatever. She and Noel have this like pretty intimate, like kind of passionate long kiss and it's i just not think like, things moved kind of fast it's not like they're just like kissing goodbye also no. the last we saw they didn't kiss they did not no, kiss they didn't like a lot a lot has obviously happened and they have moved pretty fast like look you could be like talking to someone and like kissing them outside of school but you better be dating for like at least four years if i see you kissing <laughs> in the hallway i'm sorry it's not just like oh we like hooked up last weekend now i'm gonna kiss you in the well, hallway like, when honestly, i see you Anybody kissing in a high school? Too much. It, in like it, enough. It's enough. It's enough. And if you are guilty of this, <laughs> then take stop. notes. Stop. It's too much. And we love you. And we say it with love, but it's too much. And yes, stop. People so, are talking about you. Yeah, people are. People are talking about you. People might even be taking pictures of you. And you just like don't want that out there. And you don't want that. And you don't need that. Because one day you're going to be like, why was that me? Literally. And so we're going to just like nip that in the butt. So then Arya has to talk by Mr. Fitz. Wait, when they put the way the camera does it, when they when Noel and Arya are kissing and they pull away from each other, right in between their heads is Ezra. Ezra's helping a student with homework in the cafeteria. He is looking up, but like his head is down and he has this glare. up. Yeah, it's the, a death stare. It's like. Everybody, everybody's in the cafeteria. Yeah. Everybody can see that. And then they have a very public, they're like kind of quiet, but like they have a conversation. That's like not appropriate for student teacher. She's like, you know what, Noel, because he says something shitty about Noel. And she's like, Noel is really smart and he's funny and he likes old movies. And and, he, and Fitz is like, you don't have to like explain yourself to me. You can <laughs> date whoever you want to date, which this is that like manipulation and like power dynamic that is specifically what's so fucked about teacher-student relationships, even in college. Like, even if you're both of age, it, it doesn't. It's such a distinct power dynamic, and like the person who's the teacher has the upper hand, and they can be so manipulative. And that's what he's doing. It's like Ezra, you actually don't want her to be with anybody, and you're going to continue to make her feel so uncomfortable. And you were pissed and, like, at her she last week. She has to constantly like be ready to fight. Like she's constantly on the defense with you, but you're her teacher. It's just messed up, but I'm sure it won't be the last of these interactions that we see between them. So Rosewood PD has enlisted the FBI. And you know what I have to say about that? 
finally some professionalism around here. We have Agent Cooper and Agent Randall. And I bet you they're going to actually handle this case the way it should be handled. I just set up Detective Wilden. I agree. Like, I'm stoked for it. But I'm also like, there has to be some type of protocol where... I just feel like this case has not been worked on enough to require the FBI well, to come in quite yet. Well, it has been over a year. Uh, but they just found the body and know that she's... Yeah, but she's been missing for over a year. Fair enough. I think I think it's it's high time they're here. Especially because Mrs. Hastings... Probably, Mrs. Oh Hastings my God. probably made the call. It had to Because she was like, Hastings. you're off this case, Detective Wilden. You can't handle it. What century are you in? Yeah, so I bet you I bet you she's behind this and good for her. Okay, love. Um, yeah, love, love, love. So all the girls have been called into the office and Agent Cooper explains that they've been called in. They're helping at the Allison De Laurentiis case and, you know, maybe these girls know something about a video. They were sent an anonymous tip. Interesting, this is the first time this is surfacing in over a year, this video. It was being kept. Which we saw a little bit of it last week, yeah, right? In the, the A, a scene. scene. Yeah, okay, so but we, we get a little bit more this time. We know that A sent this to them, but we mm-hmm. they don't they're like an anonymous source yes. sent it and the family's giving us permission to share it with you guys. Mm-hmm. We see the video. She's wearing her classic yellow tank top from the night that she went missing. So we know this is a very important video, but she's wearing somebody else's sweater. And we get a little bit more of the video this time. You know, we get the classic, I know you want to kiss me line. Iconic. And she, we, we can start to piece together that this is maybe, she's talking to the older boy maybe that she had told Spencer about. Yes, because she'd said there she was says, one. She's sitting on the rock and she goes, man, my friends would totally die if they knew I was with you. I wish they were mature enough to handle this. Yes. But they would never talk, they would never stop talking about it. Yeah. And then we, this is important because it kind of gives us a time frame of when this is being taken because the video actually gives us no context as to what time of day this could have been No, filmed. it's like light out, but you have to imagine it would have been nighttime. Yes, because she says, I have to get back before the girls wake up. Mm-hmm. So we can assume that this is no, after the they night. listened to Don't Trust Ho and before they all wake yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. The FBI agents start questioning the girls about it. And the girls explain that, you know, no, that's not her sweater. Hannah goes, name any one of our closets and I could give you an itemized list. I know clothes. So she's certain that is not Allie's sweater and it's none of theirs. Spencer says she was got to be talking about the older boy. She only told us enough that it would be a secret because secrets keep us close. And they're like, do you know where she is? And Emily goes, the kissing rock. She like, <laughs> it's like word moment. The kissing rock. She cannot hold it back. And was like fangirling over it. She's like, ah! I know. The yes. I know that's what that is where the ghosts actually pressure you to do it. She's like, oh my god, no, she's with a ghost. Guys, a ghost took this video. (laughs) We keep forgetting that Rosewood is haunted. It's like a key. She's probably gonna talk to Maya about it later. She's like, Maya, be honest with me. Be honest. How many family members do you have in Rosewood? And do any of them know how to operate a camcorder? How many specters are able to hold real tangible objects? (laughs) Just let me know. But I think the girls are a little bit nervous to have you know the big wigs have been brought in for the case so they're afraid of kind of what might come up and they should be we really were right about the villain edit for oh ashley my Marin. god i know she's doing this for hannah but please wow please. wow wow so we go to her at work she works at the bank and she's on the phone trying to get her mortgage refinanced and they won't let her they won't let her have an extension so she's really kind of at like an all-time low desperation and this woman comes in who visits her safety deposit box every single year ashley marin says like clockwork it's always the same time every year um and she deposits like 
a boatload of cash and this time it's even more because this woman's sister has died yes so she's got so much money and obviously ashley's eyes are kind of like lighting up seeing it so she takes her back to the box she puts the money in the box and the woman goes to leave but she notices that ashley Marin has a little bowl of butterscotch on her desk and she wants to take Every single one of them. Except one, <laughs> so it's one. not rude. Yeah, it's not rude if I didn't take all of them. And then <laughs> the next person has to take the last one, which is like much ruder than what For she did. Sure. So she's stuffing her purse with the butterscotch, drops her key to the safety deposit box on the desk. And as she's leaving, Ashley Marin realizes and kind of like gasps and sits up. At first she's like, <gasps> like she's going to say, hey, you forgot your key. Come back and get it. And then she doesn't. And then she doesn't. Which is irritating. Which and is worrisome extremely troubling let me tell you ashley hannah's gonna have a lot harder of a time if you end up in jail than if you guys have to get a smaller house like it's like you just had to sleep with the cop because your mm -hmm. daughter was a thief yeah let's just let's not make it a a mother-daughter situation ask your ex-husband for help she's too proud to ask what i bet if she did like they could probably work something out hannah is his His daughter. daughter like he's not a great guy but i bet you yeah. something you know but she won't do it and it's like is this really our answer but apparently it is then we scooch over to the hallway of rosewood high holy moly noel approaches Arya at her locker and he's like hey like this is actually like this is the best noel has been he's the most normal he's, he's been. being an average boy yes which is an improvement mm-hmm. and he's like hey i heard you were called the office like is everything okay and Arya's like just the fbi is here like which and she like looks annoyed that he's asking yeah she's like they just want questions they just had to ask questions about ali okay okay whatever like i'm sorry i'm getting into my locker yeah yeah she (laughs) opens her locker a book falls out of it and noel picks it up and very chivalrous it's uh the note on the book says turn to page 22 a a wants you to look at page 22 he flips to it and it is a poem by none other than ezra fitz called B26. Is that the band they were talking about? Yes. That, now I'm realizing mm. that's why they put that in the recap. I was like, okay, why yeah. are we revisiting this? Because they showed us the scene where there's a song playing and Arya's to herself goes, oh, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> and Ezra goes, B26. B26. So that's, you know that's it? the band. <laughs> and what I can't believe is that right away, Noel's not like, Ezra Fitz, hey, that's our teacher. Yeah. Like He's like a poem by Ezra Fitz. And then he starts to read it. It's a song, it's a poem, it's a girl or and something. And then Arya basically pushes Noel out of the way, grabs the book and runs away. <laughs> and like runs away, scurries away. And Noel turns and he's like bewildered. I'm like, okay, you have to be putting some of the pieces together here, Noel. Think yes. about the other day. Think about the SAT, something the weird interaction. Is, something tells me is, I know that Arya is trying to make it seem like he's smart, but something tells me his critical thinking skills aren't all that great. Yeah, maybe a little bit dense So here. he was like, man, it's really weird this poem doesn't rhyme. He's our English yeah, teacher. Yeah. He should actually know how to write Maybe poetry. Maybe Mr. Fitz, you know how you have like different English teachers? Yeah. Maybe Mr. Fitz isn't his English teacher and he like doesn't really know him well. Maybe. And so he doesn't put the pieces together that Ezra Fitz is their teacher. But I mean, if I open that, I'd be like, why did A want you to look at this? Oh, it's a love poem written by our English teacher about a girl. Like you're acting really weird about <laughs> it. There was that weird moment of the SAT day. And there was also I kind that of weird, saw weird look today. <laughs> yeah, like, hmm, is something going on Every here? Every time Ezra Fitz looks at me, it actually looks like yeah he wants to kill me i don't know i might wonder <laughs> i might have a thought or two about yeah. it what a whirlwind scene truly it starts off 
Okay, my the range of emotions I experience watching <laughs> this scene is quite wild. It starts off, we have this girl approach Hannah. And she's like, hi, um, Hannah, I'm in your biology class. Oh, no, she leads with, you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm in, in your, your fourth period. Fourth period class. And Hannah goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I'm like, okay, Hannah, little bitchy. Like, little bit bitchy. You're straying from the Hannah we've come to know and love over the past few episodes. But then I'm like, you know what, no... This bitch deserved it because she goes, could you give me the name of your liposuction doctor or whatever? And then Hannah goes, yeah, if I had one. And like walks away and she seems like kind of unfazed by it, which is weird. But what a horrible thing to ask someone like. So I don't feel bad that Hannah was like kind of rude about not knowing her. Hannah turns the corner into the hallway and... Everybody in the hallway is looking at her, whispering, turning their heads. So Hannah walks up to Mona and she's like, God, this day just keeps getting weirder. Hey, sorry, I missed lunch. You know, did you get my text? And Mona's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I got your text. And I also got a text from A. You're telling me that when I was eating three almonds a day last summer, you were getting lipo and that's how you got skinny? So... I have a couple questions. I have a, Yeah, you go first. Mona... You're okay. Nobody should be eating three almonds a day. I want to. I want to yeah, say that. I think we're we're gonna make the same point here. But Hannah was hefty. Hannah, Mona, you your problem wasn't that you weren't skinny. You were. You actually look exactly the same as you yeah, did. Yeah, your, your body hasn't changed. Why were you eating three almonds? Somebody tells me you weren't eating three almonds a day, and you were telling no, me because you, you would have been literally hospitalized. You both would have been. Again, really dangerous language surrounding eating and weight. We keep seeing outdated, dangerous language. But Hannah's like, no, my God, I did not have liposuction. Like, I didn't. And Mona just doesn't believe her. And she ends up uninviting Hannah from her birthday party. It's honestly kind of... Like, it is sad. Because Mona's like, I got Riley and Naomi and me matching pajama sets, and I was going to get you one. But um, since you won't be at my party, I didn't. And Hannah goes, no, like, I wouldn't miss your party. You're my She's best like, of course friend. I'm going to be there, Mona. There. And Mona goes, it's invite only. And you are uninvited. Yeah, she uninvites Hannah. And then... She like gets kind of a sad look for a second. She's like, I gave you a warning. And then she looks up at, at Hannah and goes, <laughs> Hannah, Mona. She has like a slashing motion over her neck. Rip cord. It's giving the same energies in Camp Rock when yes. the mean girl looks at, um, what was Demi Lovato's name in that? No clue. It doesn't matter. And looks at Demi Lovato and goes, ugh whatever major loser and does the motion with her hand which i still do like on a daily basis what a what a long lasting trend we know that thank you (laughs) yeah she whatever major maybe the writers were like hoping this would be that moment they were like oh my god people are gonna start doing this maybe they didn't no they did not and if you are cut it out right in let us know let us know so we can help you so hannah turns around in the hall and we have Emily and Spencer, who I have to say are much better friends when Arya is not around. An it's observation I've like made. Arya has this aura about her. Me, me, me. It is so draining for everybody else that they just like, they can only think within themselves. Oh my God. It's like in Harry Potter when they wear the Horcrux and like whoever's wearing the Horcrux like has in this awful mood and like they get really nasty. That's Arya's Aria. the Horcrux. Arya's a Horcrux. Wow, 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 wow. Oh didn't God. see this coming. <laughs> Knew it was a crossover, didn't see it coming. <laughs> but we should have. The crossover we didn't know we needed. Or the one we didn't know we had, but had all along. Mm, that's not what I was new. 
me. So anyway. Wait a second. When I first said that. I'm joking. I obviously didn't know it was a crossover for You said, no, I don't think they're in the same universe. And now all of a sudden, they're, Caroline's like, man, I knew from the start. <sighs> well, I mean. You didn't. You actually said I was weird for thinking that. Well, I still think you were. <laughs> it's like I'm making a joke. <laughs> Phoebe, do you know that they're not in the same universe? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hannah's looking back at Mona, and she says, I am so over that bitch. And Emily and Spencer are like, I thought Mona was one of your really good friends. <laughs> and I was like, not Mona. A, she sent Mona, like, a really nasty text. I don't want to tell you what it was about, but I'm just so over her, and... I've been uninvited from Mona's birthday party. And Emily and Spencer are genuinely like, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I know how much Mona meant to you. I'm so sorry. And they're like, we won't go yeah. if you're not going. And Hannah goes, oh no, you're, you're going. going. You're and gonna- so am I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Queen Hannah, I feel like Hannah was, well, I mean, I know if Hannah had this level of confidence her whole life, like I mm. feel like when she was a kid and would be like excluded from things, like it just did not. No, like she didn't. Know. She's unstoppable. She literally, was, she is unstoppable. Unstoppable. It's so. It's so funny. Um, no, you're going in. So am I. No. <laughs> what do you think? Because I wasn't invited, that I'm not going to go. Are you insane? Yeah. So she's going incognito, but she needs the girls to go because they know A is going to be there. So somebody has to be there to represent the liars. Guys, <laughs> Caroline is fer- f- fervently. Fervently? Furiously writing. No, but fervently is the word I meant. Is that? Oh, is I would it say f- furiously writing. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about maybe saying feverishly. No. No. <laughs> Caroline likes to gatekeep words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was an English major. I'm like, Aria. We get this stunning tableau of Aria Montgomery. There she goes again. Sitting words no one knows. <laughs> and most people know that word. Um, Arya sitting in front of Rosewood High, reading this poem. I can only assume over and over again because Phoebe goes, "The poem is not that long." <laughs> like it's taking her this long to read. She, Lucy Hale, is sitting on that cement block doing her darndest to force these tears in between out takes, of her she's eyes. Like putting, she's like putting eye drops in and like she's like there are fully like streaks yes coming down her face i feel like tears. she's like anyone who has talked to her she's like nope no i gotta stay in it between takes i have to stay in it nobody talked to me i gotta stay in this world this, i can't let this she's running ian like actually wrote that to her yeah yeah literally she was like ian if you could actually write the poem that i read from your perspective as ezra fitz that would mean a lot more, I think, than if somebody who doesn't get us tried to write it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> she's reading it. She's like swatting tears away. And she gets so worked up that she storms she into the school. She loves a storming. She loves to storm into the hallway <laughs> to confront Ezra Fitz. She gets in there. Ezra's grading. He Paper. gives this look again that there is a class full of students in front of him. He like There's not. his eyes like look all over and they like look. She at goes, him. "I read your poem." Assuming he's only ever written one poem. Yeah, he's like, "I read your poem." She's so mad about this poem, and Ezra says, 
I didn't intend for you to read this poem. Do you think that A, submit this poem for him? <gasps> like, because it seems kind of like he didn't think she was going to ever see it. That would be quite the wrinkle. But I also yeah. think that he could just be like, I submitted it to this anthology that like only English majors at but Hall also like, read. But also like, it's Arya Montgomery and her father is a professor at Hall. Well, I mean, like, anyway, like, you know, there are probably like little anthologies people submit their poems to that like, probably wasn't Arya might say she is the way that she is but he might not have thought that like she but really I'm like, saying Byron probably has all of them in his house maybe so I'm not saying have would access. Be a I don't know I'm just saying well oh, I thought you said Hollis anyway it just it, it fits her personality that she would find she really right? googles his name every day yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and oh um, my god she says something that might raise an eyebrow or, <laughs> She's or like, a million. How could you? How could you write this poem? <laughs> how could you write this poem? You pretended like you didn't care about me, but you loved me. Huh? Arya, what did the rest of that poem say? We, I know, like, at least let us read it. If you're going to start throwing love in here, shit. what is with these relationships moving so fast? Like, Arya's like, Noel and I are now kissing in public. Ezra's no, in also, love with me. I have a gripe with the show in general. Why are we only showing excerpts of the things that we're having the characters fully read? The letter with yeah, Emily. Yeah, that's this, so true. The letter that A sent to Ella Montgomery. Yeah. Why don't we get to read it all? Yeah, it's Or at least give fair. us, like, a nice narration. Mm -hmm, oh would my gosh, be nice. if we had had Ian reading the poem as we saw Arya on oh the God. cement block, it would have been horrible, but it would have been something. Uh, yeah, horrible, but something is pretty much how I describe this show. Horrible, this, but something. But something. <laughs> yeah, but something for sure. So she's getting all pissed and, and she's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, either you thought about me every second you were away or... I'm out of here. <laughs> and Those she goes, are like the two extremes. I don't know what to believe. The truth of the of today, of yesterday, of tomorrow, of last week. Yes. And she ends it with, you know what? My age didn't ruin us. You did. And then. Uh, and Noel Khan. Noel Khan appears. How long has he been standing there, do you think, in the hallway? Just I listening. Know. The door's open. But we see him because he appears when she says, my age didn't ruin us. You did, which yeah, is pretty damning for, for Noel to hear. And neither one of them, actually, Ezra nor Arya seems as concerned as they really, really should Especially be. Especially Ezra can Someone see him. That. Oh, my God. And Noel interrupts and goes, what is going on here? So we obviously know something inappropriate is happening. And Arya goes, nothing. There is absolutely nothing going on here. Ezra has that look on his face, the same face from earlier, like this just death evil stare. Death glare. And he goes, do you have something to say to me? Well, because Arya storms out and Noel is like just standing there seething, like staring like, at him. You sicko. Yeah. And that's when Ezra's like, do you want to say something? Noel storms away after Arya and Ezra, door still fully open. Noel hasn't been gone more than three seconds. Ezra throws the poetry book as hard as he can at the wall. Making like, a sound, <laughs> a clatter, if you will. Noel's probably like... Th barely a foot out of the fucking hall. No one definitely heard that and knows that you had that kind of reaction. So no matter what the interaction was between you and Arya, Ezra, like if Noel didn't hear it all and he didn't hear the inappropriate thing, he would know strictly from your body language, your tone, and now your violent outburst <laughs> that something inappropriate is happening between you and your student, Arya. I and also, Noel's girlfriend. It's like, kind of. I, no teacher should ever be in this position. 
Never. What I'm saying, though, is that, like, when Noel was looking at him, Ezra should have been thinking of all the ways he could make it not seem suspicious. But he makes it, he, like, maintains this jealous boyfriend. Well, I think that's the idea is that, like, he's, his emotions and his feelings for Arya are so intense and so strong that he literally, like, he's, like, working as hard as he can to be composed, but he he just can't, like, keep it in. I think that's what the message they're trying to send. Because clearly, they're trying to tell us that he's in love with her, which Which is quick insane which insane seems quick especially for someone who's supposed to be mature and an adult like if you're in high school you might throw the word love around a little bit more freely because you don't really get it but like when you're a grown adult who's probably had a lot of relationship experience and you're just what like and you're saying Ezra. it to a 16 year old girl you've been 16 you know how that feels when you're at that age like I don't know. Again, the power. It's it's so sickening. Oh, my gosh. I feel like that scene was 10 years long. Oh, my goodness. A lot Where were went we? down. A lot went down. So we're seeing... They love to do this to us in, this, in the Hastings house. Have, like, scenes shot through the window. So it's creepy. Like, they're being spied on. So that's how the scene opens. And it's Melissa sitting at the kitchen counter. And someone's watching through the window. And that person knocks on the window. And it's Ian. Just completely being a menace to society in the Hastings home. Melissa doesn't come to open the door. He opens the door. After just lets Melissa. himself in. And he goes, can you let me in? Like, I'm sorry. He broke your heart. And he somehow feels comfortable enough to come in the house. Like, that tells me, Melissa, that... Like you're still the door is still kind of open. Yeah, well, she's, she's also. Like, I think she gr- likes again, that. Grinning like, ear to ear. Yeah, she likes the idea that he's grabbing. When he when he get, comes in, she goes, Ian. I know she like, seems she's like so he's excited. an old friend that she's like pumped to see. And then she goes, "What part of me ignoring all of your calls do you not understand?" And he goes, "I'm just asking." Yeah, he's like begging to take her to coffee. Just like a dream. Um, so in walk Spencer and the girls, and they have all their camping gear. Melissa's like, "Oh my god, so cute! You're going camping," and she starts to go at the Spencer, I don't know what's gotten into the girl, but she runs after (laughs) Melissa and she's like, Melissa, just give him a chance. I'm sorry, Spencer. Why are we encouraging this? Aren't you terrified? In in the first place, you should want Ian as far away from your family as possible because Spencer, Melissa doesn't know about the moment with Ian. She knows about Ren. If Ian's around, that's a liability. It's going to be much more likely for her to figure that out because for all you know, Ian thinks you told Melissa. And also, like, like why do you want your sister to marry a predator? Also, yeah, a predator, like someone that you then date and find out. Of you. Melissa does end up agreeing to go to coffee. Spencer heads back over to the girls and she just confesses. And again, it's one of those moments where I'm like, how does everybody not know this? Like, how didn't the girls know that Hannah was arrested for shoplifting? Literally, yeah. The affair with Mr. Fitz, like, these things that I don't know how they don't know these things about each other. It just seems, you know, like odd that they wouldn't. But Spencer confesses that one, she had a moment with Ren and that Melissa saw them. And then she says what Melissa doesn't know is I also had a moment with Ian. And then he broke up with Melissa and I dated him for a while after they broke up. I'm sorry, what? Spencer, why do you do this to us? So like that's to me, especially like if you dated him and like had a relationship after your sister, that would make me want Melissa to date him even less. Like, because then there might be some kind of like jealousy and ownership associated. Serious, at least I mean I mean with Ren, we kind of see that maybe she learned a little bit from her mistakes because she yeah. didn't end up pursuing a relationship with him. Right. And she totally could have. Well, she kind of did learn from her mistake because yeah. she didn't pursue the relationship and like the that's first time I mean, she did. Yeah. And she says to the girls, like, God, I have such a serious lack of judgment. And again, it is not Spencer's fault. No. But 
I'm glad that she can acknowledge but that maybe, like... But there is something she can learn from this yes, experience. Yes, 100%. Something failed. we do need to, like, really quickly mention. Oh. Last episode, I talked about how Maya was wearing that hat, and I posted on the episode recap pics. Of that and Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ari is wearing the hat. Ari is wearing the hat. It, like, literally actually looks like the same hat. It's not just I the know. hat of the same style. It's the hat Maya was wearing. Oh, my God. I'm going to do a poll. Who oh my wore God. it better? Aria Who wore it better, Maya or Aria? So the TV has been on mute this whole time. And Hannah's like, oh my God, Spencer, you know, turn the TV up and it's Allison's photo. And breaking news, they found on that cardigan that Allie was wearing in the, the cardigan that Allie's wearing in the video, they found out it actually belonged to Toby's and they found a blood stain of Allie's on the cardigan. So Toby's now wanted for murder. He's wanted for the homicide of Allie. He's still missing. The girls are like, okay, well, that's it. Like, he's the killer. This is confirmed. Like, he's the guy she was talking to, which doesn't really check out with the story because he's not an older guy. Like, it doesn't really make sense. He is but a little bit older. Emily says that in yeah, the Yeah, I guess episode. that's true. But, but we must remember, Spencer really, really, really wants Toby to be A yeah. and the killer. So she's like jumping for joy. <laughs> she's going to be willing to overlook this. She's like, nah, a couple months older, same thing. And the girls aren't completely sold. Spencer is, but they're also like, that just doesn't seem like Allie. Yeah, no. To be with someone like Toby. And Emily says, so is that just like it then? And Spencer's like, no, of course not. So like, it I won't think be it. They're kind of he's behind bars yeah, and he's still missing. He's still on the run. So I think they're kind of like hesitant is he? to totally accept it. Like, actually, where is he? Maya and Emily are comfy, cozy. Yeah. Emily's okay. bedroom door open, cuddling on the bed. Her mom could come in at any moment. So I'm we just, so we find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just amazed at like how bold we've gotten. Honestly. But she's still clearly nervous. Yeah, but like I mean, like she the way she talks is still like I guess, but she seems pretty comfy in Maya's arms. And Maya's sure. like saying saying sweet things to Emily, like, I think the Toby you knew wasn't the Toby that <laughs> killed Allison. And wow. Allie must have just brought out the worst in him. She's just, you know, like romantic. sweet, romantic things to say while you're braiding your partner's hair. Emily gets up to do something and her phone to rings. change the CD. Oh, oh, I wonder if it, she was like, uh, we can't be listening to Toby's <laughs> mixtape right now. It's not. You, no, don't not pick it up. Don't pick it up. Climate. Don't pick yeah. it up. You don't want to see the cover. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> I want to scare you. Um, <laughs> I like jumps eight feet <laughs> Yeah. She's like, she like falls at the bed, breaks her this? leg. <laughs> oh, I've created a whole other storyline for myself now. <laughs> but her phone rings, and Emily's like, "Can you get that? I bet it's my mom." Emily, okay, we're what? we're like really feeling good and comfy. It's not even that. You have a stalker who only contacts you via your phone. Emily's like, "Are you sure you want your mom to know we're together?" And this is the first time Emily says, "Well, she can know we're together without knowing we're." together okay so you're together okay. so you're admitting that you are together this is big this is big first nice time word. we're hearing it so maya does answer the phone she's like <laughs> emily's, emily's phone <laughs> and and who's on the other line no one mm, is it like the character from scream <sighs> so and we like do not find out who this is no. we ever i guess we're supposed to think maybe it's emily's dad i mean we're supposed to think it's yeah. a but then we're like supposed to think it's well, Emily's. We're supposed to think that it's A in the house. We hear someone yeah. walk into the house. They like jump off the bed. They're terrified, waiting for these footsteps to approach. Like, don't grab a weapon. Don't try to find an alternate exit. If you were really this scared, wouldn't you be doing these things? But I'm also like, okay, Emily, you knew your dad was coming home. Pam Fields, she knew her dad was coming home. Why are you like trying to make it a surprise now? 
Why are you trying to scare her? (laughs) Truly, like Pam should have like texted Emily and been like, "I'm on my way back to the grocery store. Can you come down and help me?" Or like Maya could have looked at the phone and said, "Hmm, the caller ID says it's your dad," (laughs) and then maybe they would have like put the pieces together. Anyway, I don't know. Such a weird thing. Mr. Fields, Lieutenant Fields barges into the room and whisks Emily Emily up into a big hug. Dad, they're so excited. And Maya's like, oh my gosh, I've heard so much about you. Like, Maya, I'm so yeah, happy no. to meet you. Well, no, Pam has a moment before Maya even says that where she goes, oh, and Maya. She, way meaner than that. Oh, Maya. <laughs> she's like, uh, and she gives you this look here. like, why the fuck are you here? Like, they are friends. Yes. Um, we do find out why she's like so put off by Maya's presence. Then oh she God, goes, I, I think we're ready for some family time now, Maya. <laughs> And here's where I'm kind of like, okay, yes, that was really rude. And Pam Fields is not known for being like, at this point in the show, is not known for being like super friendly and nice to but like it's fair. Emily's visitors. They do want family time. But yeah, Maya, Maya's like waiting for Emily to be like, no, Maya is my family. Like, <laughs> what does Maya want from Emily? She's like pissed off that Emily like doesn't like stand up and say, hey, let her stay. Like, what did you expect? And then they leave and Maya like looks in the doorway at the whole family like wistfully and like, Emily like, gives we her like the Shay Mitchell smirk and Maya like looks up like but like her head's down but she looks up just very very drama, it's drama, back drama. to it's back to like the original Maya who was like really annoying like this is and annoying weird. behavior sorry but then Pam feels like something even more annoying she's like I have all the fixings to make your favorite dinner which is a good thing because baked potatoes are making a comeback when did they go away guess i have to google that too like what are all these references were baked potatoes like really trendy in 2009 well arianella finally had that lunch and it was interesting it was you know what we give aria a lot of shit yeah this was one of her better scenes because well that's a real shame because i really didn't pay attention oh my (laughs) god yeah because it's like unless she's insufferable she's boring but (laughs) um they're at lunch and aria's talking about toby and ali and everything they've learned ella has a line people aren't just dolls you can't take them out and play with them and put them back which aria's like could you say that again i'm gonna write that down yeah aria's like i'm gonna get that tattooed on my back (laughs) my lower back i'm gonna get a tramp stamp of that line and, um, which is um, it's pretty like significant to her entire life and storyline. Aria, Aria looks at her mom and looks at her hands and goes, "You've been painting." <laughs> it's that it pan- is her worst line. It pans down um, to Ella's hands. I will Ella, post a photo. Did you not? What? Ella's On hands Earth. are are green. She looks like she just got off a community <laughs> theaters production of wicked and she was she, doing, was she wasn't playing alpha but she was doing alpha's makeup <laughs> that's what this looks like she's like holding the menu they're like handprints all over the menu yeah it's like she's got paint under her finger it's actually like kind of gross like yeah. I, I believe your hands are stained i believe you washed them i don't but i'm just not loving what i'm i'm not loving what i'm seeing and ella's like yeah like i hadn't had inspiration i didn't know when i would paint again turns out i just needed lies and infidelity to get me back <laughs> and Iconic. aria says do you blame me for what happened? Me, 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 me. me. <laughs> and Alice says, I don't blame you, but I do wish you would have told me. Fair. And this is where Arya has a, a genuinely good moment. She says, I feel that I've made a huge mistake and I just want to make sure you're hearing me when I say that I am really so sorry. Yeah. Which is the first time I think she's, she's apologized. She's probably ever said the word sorry. It's probably the first yeah, time. Yeah, the first time we've certainly heard the words come out of her mouth. Yeah, but in her life, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. It. 
And Ella, of course, accepts her apology. They decide they're not going to have any more secrets. It's a sweet moment. We then go to kind of like a weird moment uh, <laughs> back in back in the Fields home in Emily's bedroom. The Fields alternate universe. Emily's like getting ready. For but what? she's wearing exactly what she was wearing and her hair looks exactly the same. But she's looking in the full length mirror like <laughs> fixing her shirt, her graphic tee. She's getting ready for dinner. Oh, right. With, with her dad. At home. And <laughs> yes, I guess. Her dad like walks into the room. He's also fully, he's in khakis and ironed khakis and ironed like blue a button down, down like chambray shirt yeah he's just watching emily look at herself in the mirror <laughs> and then we get the view of emily seeing her dad in the mirror watching her and they're just like smile at each other weird hate it um <laughs> and emily goes over and they're talking about the toby thing and her dad's like so i heard like you went to homecoming with toby is that, is that why, why you why broke, broke up, up with ben? ben and emily says something that makes me scratch my head <laughs> she says He's a good friend. A really good friend. Emily, we're still saying that? He's on the news for he's wanted for the homicide of your ex-best friend and lover. <laughs> You're like, he's a really good friend? Maya's words really stuck with her. Maya was like, the Toby you knew is not the Toby that killed Allison. So Emily's already like Maya, completely separated well, Emily knows them. that Maya knows what happened because Maya's a ghost. Right, right, right. Maya has been around for centuries and centuries. So she knows. She knew it was going to happen before it even happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then why didn't she stop <gasps> it? <laughs> Maya, are you responsible? All to get she had to a crush Emily, on Emily. To get to Emily. Oh, wow. wow. Crush on Emily from the afterlife. She's a preparing. life for a life. Oh, my God. She's preparing. Wow. This is... I'm, this I'm is, writing a whole other story right now. This is groundbreaking. Oh, my God. Sarah Shepard, move over. Yeah. So anyway, the moral of that story is I'm shocked Emily's still calling him a good friend. After what the news has said. And so is Mr. Fields. Mr. Fields goes, he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Emily's like, I just, I don't want to know the truth. She doesn't want to know the truth. She says, what if we're not ready to know it? And her dad says, it's always better to tell the truth than to tell a lie. And Emily goes, dad. And we're like, oh my God. And she goes, I really missed you. I think the truth is going to come out sooner than Emily is ready for. Certainly. Yeah. We, <laughs> um, we, we pan, pan over to Pam. Pam. We pay the Pam, who is in the hallway, and she reaches into her. She okay. She she reaches into her purse and she pulls out an envelope, which does that mean that A sent this to her? Yeah, obviously. Like I'm just okay. I didn't know if she got it out of the trash. I no, don't know. she definitely sent it. Anyway, we should we. She's not the type to like keep this to herself. I so think, she pulls out this long. envelope from her purse and she pulls out the pictures. Yeah. The, specifically the picture of them kissing okay yeah so if you guys didn't know well i'm just <laughs> saying that's all we really see in the thing um yeah so she sees the pictures and i'm, I'm fairly certain she's conflicted about them and not too stoked no certainly not spencer spencer's getting ready for camp mona she's packing melissa's just gotten back from coffee with Ian. And it went well, she said. Yeah, she had a good time. And she has been thinking about what Spencer said about them being in a sister war. And she goes, I was thinking about what you said about us hating each other. And Spencer goes, I didn't think we hated each yeah. other. Melissa goes, yeah, hating each other has gotten to be a lot of work. And Spencer's like, I didn't know we hated yeah, each I other. Yeah, I, I thought we were just fighting. And Melissa goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Edward, that like Melissa, that's where you say, oh, I mean, we don't hate each other. Yeah, we're just fighting. No, she like, no, she basically I, admits to I hating hate Spencer. You. But now that Melissa might have a boyfriend, she's like, she's it's okay, like, <laughs> it's actually fine now. And then she brings up Allie and how Allie was like always dragging on Toby. But meanwhile, she was seeing him the whole time because that's kind of the narrative we're going with now. Spencer's like, oh, yeah, Allie loved to play games. And Melissa, I mean, a, a little a harsh. She's a little sister mom. <laughs> she goes, it's probably what got her killed. And then she leaves. <laughs> oh, my God. Spencer's like, whoo. And then like, she literally, she goes, probably got her killed. And she Gotta like, go. skips away. <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm in love. <laughs> walking on air. Like walking on air. Emily has arrived at Camp Mona, and she is not alone. <laughs> she is most definitely <laughs> not alone. But she thought she was. How? For the, the, for the duration of this car ride. Yeah, I know. How didn't she hear him, like, breathing? How did he not, like, get a cramp like, in his, his leg? Yeah, that's where he's been. He's actually been yeah, practicing the- holding his breath like a Navy <laughs> SEAL. Oh, my God. So Toby's in her car, I guess <laughs> I should tell you. She parks. She reaches over to get something from the passenger side. And when she sets back up, Toby jumps right behind her in the mirror. And he's like, I want to finish telling you what I was saying at homecoming. So they get out of the car and go into the middle of the woods, which I don't know if I think it's like, I don't know if I think they should have stayed in the car. I don't know if I think that's better or safer. But I guess in the woods seems like. Emily's thought process is probably that they're not that far from the camp. I guess maybe they're not in like such close proximity because she keeps saying like, stay back, stay where you are if you want me to listen. And Toby, okay, so again, we're just like coming forward with information in this episode. He's like, I ended it with Jenna on September 1st. So that's what his tattoo means. Yes. Not what we've been thinking is that he killed Allie and he got that tattoo saying he's free of Allison. Right. But also it's like, okay, so we're now, again, admitting you and Jenna were together. He's like, I ended it with Jenna that day. She was so mad that I ended it. And it was like. Jenna wanted to be with you? And Toby's like, yeah, she was in love with me. She's actually <laughs> still in love Emily's with like, me. Emily's like, wait, 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 wait. Someone. What? Huh, I'm having, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this. So we basically find out Toby was with Allie that night because he wanted to thank her because what Allie did, <laughs> blinding <laughs> his sister, got him away from her and like freed him. Or he says to Emily that he, he wanted to thank Allie for that and it was cold out, so he gave her his sweater. And the last he saw of her, very much she was alive, is her getting into the car of some guy. He doesn't know who it was. And Emily's like, well, why don't you tell the police that? And he says, well, they already think I'm guilty. Yeah, they decided I'm, I'm guilty. Spencer's decided it. And then he goes, that's why I came back. And Emily's like, well, where were you? And he's like, oh, my God. Emily, no, this line. I went to reform school. He says, I got friends in all the wrong places and misery loves company. What the fuck? He's like, that's a direct quote from Catcher and the Rye. Like, <laughs> literally. What? I've got friends in all the wrong places. He's like places. been rehearsing. Like in the and back mi- of the in the back of the car, he's like laying on his back. He's like, misery loves company. It's just like. Such, again, such pick-me energy. Like, come on, Toby. We find out he's going to be leaving at midnight. All of his stuff is behind the church. If Emily wants to talk more about this, that's where he'll be. But he's like, you can't tell your friends. You know they will call the cops. And he's out of Rosewood at midnight. So then we have Spencer and Aria, who are the first to get to Camp Mona out of the girls. And, okay, again, like, now that Mona's been rude to Hannah, I'm a little bit more, like, okay with them being rude to Mona. But it's still weird. Like, they show up. Mona is nothing but nice to them. She gives them these huge ass like gift bags that are crazy. Like they, there's a, probably a ton of cool stuff in there. Spencer holds it up. There's a shirt that says Camp Mona. And she goes, subtle. subtle. <laughs> like just shut 
up. It's her birthday. I don't know. I just think it's like annoying to me. Mona gives them the toy. This party is insane. I would have loved to be there. I don't care who is throwing the party. If I'm invited, I'm taking advantage of it. She's got a massage area, a mani-pedi area, the blow-me bar oh my <laughs> for God. blowouts. Like and then what? the mini, mini bar, too. She's got she got drinks. I mean, this a is going to be fun. A dream. Girls, just get on board because you're about to have... I mean, I know A is there and stuff, but like... This could be really fun if you just let it be fun. So Emily immediately tells the girls. <laughs> Literally the last thing Toby said was, and remember, Emily, if you tell your friends, they're going to have to tell the police. Emily tells her friends and Arya goes, you know, you, you know, we have to go to the police. <laughs> Literally. And I know she probably thought she was trying to help. Like she probably thought like, okay, but the police need to know that you're innocent. But like she doesn't get it yet. No. That the police don't care who actually did it ever no <laughs> they if, if they've decided who's guilty that's that and so emily is like so naive and thinking that well if he just explains what happened they'll believe him like no they won't so they're talking about all this and then they get a text from a it says you found my bracelet now come find me so they realize okay she wants us to go to the place they found allison's bracelet in the woods but we don't know where that was it was in the middle of nowhere and they, this is like a line i hate it's so classic like teen drama annoying Spencer's line. like well actually it's 54 paces from the halfway tree and which is 146 um feet from the main road <laughs> like whatever and She's, then Arya goes this is a classic line uh-huh. Arya goes you're a freak and I love you but she's like so intensely you're a freak and I love you it's, it's honestly so very uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So they all get up. They're ready to go. They're on a mission. They've talked to Hannah. Hannah's on her way. They're feeling good. And Mona <gasps> comes in and says, Aria, Emily, it's time to get blown. <laughs> <laughs> We're really just like leaning into this this verbiage here. I do want to say something about Hannah, though. Okay. I just feel like we need to take a moment of silence for the Vera Reverence. Bradley. Vera Bradley. Guys, bags. the chokehold that, that Vera Bradley had on us. Everyone. Everyone. Every baggie that you owned, wallet, it doesn't matter the size. And it was like everyone had their own pattern. Like, you know, like the pattern that was their favorite. My favorite pattern was green apple. Oh, I know. We still have that. I still use it. It was such a good one, but it doesn't like they discontinued it. So it was like I could only have a few things that were the green apple um, print. And I loved that one. But I also really liked pink elephant. Which oh, was that was black, a good one, too. Pink elephants. Yeah. And they were like full of your Bradley stores. And we would just have a field day like. Our family specifically, mom's mom's fabric was Mesa Red. Yes. And I don't remember. There's a pink and green one that I used a lot. Mm-hmm. I what used like the brown teal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, arguably the worst though. But it was so trendy at the time. <laughs> it was. Remember when that color pattern also had a chokehold on people? I guess. Yeah, it's just so ugly. Yeah, it is. We know that now. So, so ugly. We didn't then. Anyway. Hannah's got a Vera Bradley bag. She's ready to go glamping. So but she's actually probably going camping. It's sign of the times. <laughs> Caroline is, a, Caroline is uh, now a Harry Styles stan. I feel like it took you a while to come around to him. It's not that I didn't like, it's not that I had anything against him. I just wasn't like paying attention. Because like I was so hardcore in the Jonas Brothers and I fully missed the One Direction boat, yeah. you know? And then it was like, you and Lily were super into One Direction and you were my little sister. So it kind of was like, I just kind of thought it was a younger thing for a while. And then when he went solo, I just like wasn't, I just wasn't tuned into it. Honestly, I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And then I think within the past couple of years, like he's become a lot more serious as a performer. 
right? A musician. And so like now I get it. But I kind of like that it took me a while because I came to it on my own. Well, like, Caroline said when she was going to go see SNL and there was a chance that it was going to be Harry Styles. Caroline said, I will actually have to wear a diaper <laughs> if Harry Styles <laughs> is the host and musical performer. Guys, but actually still looking back on the experience, still feel that way because of like, it would have felt like such like like a star like in our midst. You know what I mean? Like so the girls have to go get blown. So Spencer has to go alone into the woods, which just seems like a recipe for disaster. I do feel like Spencer's probably the mem- member of the group, though. That's like, thank God. I can like, just, yeah, like, I, I mean, can get this over with. She I'll can, be back before dark. It's kind of that Don't thing worry. of like, if you can't do something, like if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. She could never trust like just Aria or just Emily to go do that. No. Never. So it is good at Spencer. She's the only one who memorized exactly where it was and so as spencer's leaving and aria and emily are going to get their blowouts aria gets a text from ezra and he says i need to see you and he's like is that from a she's like no it's from um um my mom so it's gonna be a very exciting night i think at camp mona so hannah's approaching camp mona with straightened hair she looks really pretty she's not doing anything to hide herself no she's (laughs) actually like she's kind of making a scene (laughs) She's making as much noise as yeah. possible. She's like, crunch, crunch, She's, walking I, mean, I know that we were throwing out respect for the Vera Bradley bags, but, like, maybe not the best call when you're going incognito. Yeah, super bright pink and green. Like, hot pink, lime green. You're, like, looking through the branches, but it's, like, not even a full layer of tree. Like, like you're just fully visible. It's, like, yeah. actually an entrance point yeah. to the little campground. And I campground. know you're wearing, like, some really heavy Victoria's Secret body spray, <laughs> and, like, they can probably smell you, too. Yeah. So, anyway, Emily and Aria have gotten their blowouts, and they look so horrible. But I'm like, okay, no one else looks like that. So either Mona was, like, fuck them up to <laughs> go up to the stylist, or, like, they just are unlucky, but everyone else who got blowouts looks fine. Yeah, not them. And they look, their hair, it looks like Melissa's hair from yes. Homecoming, but like on steroids. Yes. Spencer sees them and, and is like <laughs> laughing so hard at them. And she goes, what happens if you touch it or whatever? But she shows us what she found in the woods. She found another bracelet. And it has Jenna's name on which it. Which just seems so weird to me. Doesn't really that seem bizarre. weird? Like really out of nowhere. And then there's a piece of paper that says... You're as in the dark as Jenna, <laughs> which I That's okay. So fucked up. You're looking for me in all the wrong places. Okay, you literally you told, told them, them to, to go, go there. there. What do you mean they're looking for you in all the right places? <laughs> eh? <laughs> At least be consistent. Like, hey, what the heck? This is. I mean, you just wanted to make that Jenna joke. Be honest, like. That's what you were doing there. And now you're going to actually give them clues. But looking for me in all the wrong places. They're like, well, then where are the right places? Like, you literally told us. The point of a scavenger hunt is, like, to use the clues. Yeah. Quickly. Jump scare. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ashley Marin is sitting in the dark of her car. Bang, bang, bang on the fucking window. It's Byron. (laughs) It's Hey, yo, it's Byron. I'm like, Byron, weren't you just saying, like, you wanted to go to lunch with your wife? He what just are you doing knocking on Ashley Marin's car window? He just like, wants to be with a woman. It's it's he's too much to for take me. Anybody can get. It's out of control. He's out. He's out of control. <laughs> I know it's the word of the day, but he's a menace to society and the women of Rosewood. A la a leprechaun. Okay, yeah. We had the buzzwords of the day. So he's knocking. He's got coffee. It's fully dark out. Like you're gonna be up all night, Byron. But I guess there's <laughs> a lot of laundry to do and shit like that. He's knocking on <laughs> the window and he goes, "Hey." Mocking home. Want to give me a ride? And she uh, says, how? She's, presumptuous and rude. She goes, uh, 
I'm not going home. I'm late. And like <laughs> speeds away. Then we pan to the inside of the car. <laughs> the passenger There's seat. There's a, a bag of cash. Like the whole, is, and it's all like spread out and open, which is On just, the passenger seat. That's important to note because he knocks on the passenger seat. That's what I said. I was like, how did he not like, see not that? Like she had to look over her to see it. Like it's right there. And why did she put it there? Why didn't you zip it up? Zip it up. Put it in your purse. Put it under the seat. Put it in the like glove department. Put it literally anywhere, anywhere else. And, and the fact that she was like, so, and Byron didn't. I know it's dark, thank God. I I just, I mean, these people are seeing what they freaking want to see. You know, maybe he was like, ooh, she can be my sugar mama. And I'm pumped about that. And he's not going to say anything because he's like, I'm going to pretend I'm into her for real, not not for her money. Right. That's me reaching, but who knows. Um, <laughs> and then we get like a sad ass moment. We're at the church. Toby's there waiting. I Toby he said seems he would like be. super content in this super moment. Super content. He's like at peace with what's about to happen. And we see a car pull up and he smiles and he definitely, I think he thinks it's Emily, yeah. but he also could think it's his friend coming to pick him up. Either way, he's not scared of whoever this person is. <laughs> There's a siren. Yes. The cop lights. Guys, that cop. was a siren noise that Caroline <laughs> just made. <laughs> you guys know about you, the siren You guys know noises. about the siren noise. <laughs> yeah, it's the cops. Hello. And Phoebe so astutely noticed they do not read him as Miranda right? They don't say anything. And Toby is, doesn't put up a fight. No, it's he's just, just like, like, I mean, well, thank God. He's just like, okay. He just goes and they arrest him and. Then that fades to black. <laughs> it's commercial break. It's a pretty iconic song play. It though. is. It's a you're so far away. It's like giving so like um what's that song? Coldplay, like, One um, Republic, The Fray, The Fray, Very the Fray. Yes. How to Save Life, Energy Vibes, yes. like The Scientist by Coldplay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. Woo. A lot. A lot to Y'all, cover. Y'all, you bear with us. These next couple little scenes, we're about to get a lot. They going really on. waited for the last five minutes of the episode to like pummel us with key information. We start with kind of a funny vignette of Spencer sitting around a fire, like <laughs> roasting marshmallows with like some random girls. Style. Yeah, like, yeah. She is sitting it's in this pitch fire. black. She is like peering into the fire and she's like, just muttering right to herself. Yeah. And at first, like I was I was like kind of looking at the screen, kind of looking at my phone, and I was like, oh, she's with the other girl. Oh, I, that's what you would think. And then you realize that she is muttering this to herself with strangers. These extras are looking at her like, what the fuck? She has a light bulb moment, hands her skewer with the marshmallow to the girl next to her, gets up, sees Emily, and she's like, all the right places. We have to go to the right place. W-R-I-G-H-T. Right's playground. So we're back to what Phoebe said in the beginning, that this playground that's like in the still, or that's where we have to go, to Wright's playground. So they're on their way there. Spencer's like geeked. She's smiling oh, yes. ear to ear. Emily's like, you kind of seem like you like this. And Spencer says nothing, and then we see <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> Spencer like, puts her flashlight on the board that like says Wright's playground this way. And like, it looks like it is, she's doing like an Easter egg hunt. Yeah, she like clicks like, her heels. She's like, <laughs> I've got it. She's like thrilled. It's like full Indiana Jones Yes. Style. You know what? Spencer has big Hermione Granger energy. Yes. Like humongous. How many times? Like, I know. It's shocking that we're the first people to really like <laughs> notice and pick up on these barrels. I'm just curious if we're going to be able to refer to any other sort of piece uh, of pop culture I think when we, we watch the show. eventually will be, but it's like... Right now it's Harry Potter. I mean, are we just the only ones picking up on this? Is everybody else do? Is anyone even paying attention? Because how did no one else... Not enough people are talking about this. Pick up on this. We'll, we'll get back to that conversation. 
I need to get to what's happening with Hannah and Aria and Mr. Fitz. And these fucking binoculars. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Does Hannah Marin strike you <laughs> as the kind of person? Anybody in the Marin household. Yeah. As the kind of people that would like have a spare set of binoculars not, laying around? Not just like binoculars. You might like little plastic ones. Like, no, might no. Have. Like, like these are like heavy duty industrial binoculars for like someone who might watch birds yeah well okay did tom leave ashley because he was cheating maybe she spied on him using binoculars now and that's that is the only way i can you know? see the marins having exactly and she like would that. buy like that the the you know that's top why they're of so the line state of the art oh my god yeah she the took bin- out a loan for Hannah the found these and she was like mom yeah she's like seriously i'm gonna use them tonight but after that we're selling Lucas them on Poshmark. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's using the binoculars and she sees a car pulling up and she's, you know, trying to see who's in the car. Could this be a clue as to who A is? It looks like maybe A is getting into the car. Yes. We see a hooded figure mm-hmm. it's get Aria into this car. Wearing her Camp Mona swag. She takes off her hood in the car. We see it's Aria. We also see she's still wearing the goddamn hat. Well, okay, where did the blowouts go? But also, like, is she. Oh, blo- yeah. That. Continuity. And then, like, it kills me that she was wearing the hood and she was like, I have to keep the hat. Like, how yeah. am I gonna? How am I gonna wear the hood and keep the hat on? Right. And I'm also like, I, I'm shocked. Ezra I wasn't like, get out of the car when I saw the hat. Like, you know what? You're like, you know what? You and Nola are perfect for each other. Yeah, yeah. On second thought, you can go. <laughs> so we gave it away. She's in Ezra's car. She she ended up being like, yeah, we can see each other. Why don't you come to this random campground where every student you teach <laughs> is gonna be tonight? One of your students' birthday parties. Just I'll just come. I'll meet you outside. So what? So bizarre. She gets in the car and they're having this conversation. And Ezra admits that he wasn't trying to leave Rosewood so he could leave Aria. He was looking for another job thinking that maybe they could actually be together if he worked somewhere else if he wasn't her teacher you're forgetting Ezra she's a minor that but also like New York is the closest you could look yeah that's like not I guess you're gonna make that work long distance like you can barely make this work yeah yeah and you're like very close (laughs) you're like (laughs) too close for comfort you spent a lot of time together Arya's trying to like still be like no yeah she's like trying her darndest Ezra probably again with like people in my head just like rehearsing what they're gonna say Ezra probably rehearses in the mirror a gazillion times he looks at Arya he moves a little closer he goes forgive me and she She goes no no And he gets even closer and he goes, and he like whispers it. Ugh. And it's like, I mean, steamy. They are making out and like take their, Guys. take their first make out in the bar. It's like time Take their car make out in the rain. Multiply that by like 500 that's what this is they're making out you like guys, two grown guys. adults who are like wasted at a bar and like so passionate and, like they're making out like to people who've had sex and i don't believe that <laughs> lucy hale and ian harding never did this outside of the show the way that they're kissing is is like guys it's like you feel like you're intruding on something yeah i literally felt uncomfortable and you know who else felt uncomfortable hannah, hannah Marin, who watches through the binoculars as they make out, we know she sees them because she says both their names out loud. Hannah Marin, keeper of the secrets. Hannah probably like every night is like, God, like why do you keep giving me the secrets? Yeah, she's like, what a burden. Like why <laughs> do I have to know literally everything? Like give somebody else the a most The universe is like, we know you're the only one that'll handle these well. Yeah, you're the only like genuinely nice person here. Well, Emily's nice. She's not like... She's like like she ratted Toby and She just ratted Toby out. Like Toby's like fully arrested. That's so true. And she was also going to meet Maya. <laughs> fuck you, Emily. Again, guys, <laughs> strap the fuck in. So, 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 so much. Emily and Spencer are, are finally at the tree. 
I guess this is a significant tree to them. They're like pointing their flashlight all over. And they're like, huh, huh, huh. And there's writing on this tree. It's carved into the to the tree. And it says Allison in a heart. Brush away some of the leaves and underneath it says Allison loves Ian. Oh my god. Allie. I mean, what a slap in the face that must be to be Spencer reading that though. And Emily. Yeah, the worst wow. people to find that. Wow. I mean, they learned a lot tonight. They learned yeah. a lot from Toby. Too much. Too, way, <laughs> way too much. So we get this little glimpse. We switch back over to Hannah, and she sees another hooded figure running towards the car that Arya and Ezra are making out in. Hannah's been, like, just watching them make <laughs> out through the binoculars for a while now. It's like, <laughs> Hannah, have some respect. She's like, oh, my God, Arya's going to need to give me She's some pointers. She's like, this is kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where'd you get the popcorn, Hannah? <laughs> so she sees a hooded figure run towards the car, and then we get a view of Arya and Ezra making out in the car. <laughs> and behind them, on like the rear view, um, like windshield, a hand. <laughs> like it looks like Emily's pointy fingers and Toby's mixtape <laughs> coming up and writing on the back of the car window is all steamed up. I this person see writes, you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, it's Allie. Oh, my God. Allie. Allie. Back from the grave. Oh, my God. Welcome I'm, back. I'm glad that that's how she came back. She'd be so proud. Honestly, she'd be so proud of Arya. She's like, good for you, yeah. bitch. Finally, somebody mature. Ugh, you just need someone with a little more seasoning. <laughs> so Hannah's, like, seeing who this is. She's calling Arya. She's texting everyone. She says, I know who A is. You need to meet me in the parking lot or whatever. And so all of them go to the parking lot. Guys, prepare. <laughs> They're like, Hannah, Hannah, we're over here. This is classic them, too. Yeah. They're like not in any rush. Uh, Hannah stops dead in the center of the street. She, yeah, she's see going he- towards them. We see headlights. They're it's, like, Hannah! They stop. They There's <laughs> a car. <laughs> they fully stop. Hannah, like, turn. But also, like, I'm saying they probably could have done more. But Hannah, girl, Hannah you could have done more. Stood Hannah right freezes. There, and she turns around. And she sees the car coming straight at her. So she definitely saw who was driving the car. Yeah. She's looking right at it. And this car mauls her. Like, it, it's like <laughs> the sound, you guys. guys. It's like, no, that hurt. When, like, the bones they, just broke. They have a shot of Hannah's body <laughs> like going. Rolling over rolling the hood of the over car. Over the car. And it is like, it could be in slow motion, but we know that it's not. Yeah. So we know that the body is actually just moving that slowly, like rolling down <laughs> the car. Props to her stunt double. For real. And Excellent then work. Hannah falls to the ground and Ashley Benzo is giving nothing. Do you like, think Ashley, do you think Ashley Benson's like, I do my own, I do my own stunts? <laughs> I <laughs> like, hope so. Hit me. No, fucking hit me with the car. <laughs> do it. Do actually, it. I, do it. You won't do it. We don't need the special effects. Like just hit me. Just hit me. Hit me. I'm a real actor. I can do this. You, actors put their bodies through extreme feats every single day, and I'm no different. Lucy Hale would do it. I will do it, too. Lucy's like, hell yeah. Lucy's like, yes, that's my girl, but I want to be the only one who's taking these kind of risks. So sit down. Thank you. So she gets hit by this car, and her, like, lifeless body But her eyes are open. The ground. Her eyes are wide open. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as if she's dead. People aren't usually unconscious with their eyes open unless they're dead. Yeah. And then... <laughs> they all yeah. crowd around and they're like, call 911. They're like, oh my Spencer's God, Spencer's screaming help. for help. Spencer, she goes, she's sounds. not breathing. She's not breathing. Yeah, she has to. <laughs> yeah, she I mean, check for has There has to be a pulse here. Spencer's screaming in a way that makes it so obvious she has vocal nodules. If you like, guys, ah! <laughs> I can't even do it with a hundred. If you guys voice. saw Little Fires Everywhere, oh my God, <gasps> with Reese Witherspoon. Yes, you are. <laughs> Ouch. It's giving that. Of mm-hmm. that, la- oh my god! I'm I not don't- perfect, mom. Yes, you are. 
I didn't like love that show in its entirety, but that last oh scene. Well, I mean, we can give credit where credit is due, and Reese Witherspoon's acting. Reese Witherspoon was really, and girl, that last scene, holy freaking! I would actually like die for Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I would too. It was so good. That's what she's doing. They're screaming for help. Nobody's coming, and I, I'm just want to say like. Ezra Fitz is in the vicinity. There's an entire party of like everybody well, from your happening. high school there. I think Mona probably thinks they're causing a scene. And she's is like, this is about party. me. And she's like, guys, no. Like, they're fine. They called 911. Like, it's fine. This is actually my party. And if you go out there, I will uninvite all of you. <laughs> it's like her weapon of choice this episode. So that's where we leave the girls. And we do get an A scene. We get a little bit more of this video. Yes. And... We see Allie, the classic, you know, I know you want to kiss me. She stands up and takes the camera from the cameraman. And we see that the cameraman, the cameraman is, <laughs> is Ian. The cameraman is that guy from Luck of the Irish, the deep Yeah, it's actually, she's with a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Ian. And he has like this bizarre look. But so he that looks we like know, a pedophile predator. Yeah. It's perfect. So we now know for sure Ian was the guy that Toby's, you know, Toby saw Allison getting into a guy's car. We know that that was Ian. We know that the sweater was Toby's. Um, we know she was wearing the sweater when she died, but that Toby wasn't there when she died. So we've, we've learned a lot about this. We found the carving in the tree. So, I mean, a lot of information was revealed in this episode. A very, very important episode for curious, the 10th one. I'll it's, be curious it's to fitting. see how all this info holds up. Yeah, yeah, we shall see. So let's take a look at next week's episode. Caroline is going to read synopsis for us i've gotten so good at saying that word well thank god because you're 21 years old <laughs> uh episode 11 it's called moments later the mystery and ominous messages continue for best friends emily field spencer hastings hannah Marin, and aria montgomery in case, in case you, you guys forgot <laughs> no longer just threatening to reveal secrets the all-knowing a has stepped up the game and nothing is off limits yeah, that's become clear considering Hannah just got hit by a car. And Hannah <laughs> is in the hospital. That's like, we've like jumped, we up the ante significantly. Wait, this, ca- this leg cast that she is in is like a full leg cast. Yeah, like the, it goes up to her weight. The picture we see is her in a hospital bed. So we know she's okay. She's alive. Emily's holding a teddy bear. Hannah's in a cast. And Hannah Aria's looks- wearing one of my favorite outfits that Aria wears. And we'll talk about it. We'll I talk about like it next you would have worn that in high school. I think I may have. Um, but Hannah looks full of sass. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. So that was episode 10. Pretty good. 10th episode. We, yeah. we have a lot new, new things that we know. <laughs> we have a lot of new things we know. We have a lot of new things inside our brains after that one. Perfect. My Thanks. brain for one feels full. Of Thanks, Marlene. Thank you so much, Marlene and Sarah and the girls, of course. Yes. The girlies. Um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 10 of the Pretty Little Podcast. And we'll see you next week.